Greetings, friends. This is Robert Morgan, and this is my lovely wife, Susan Morgan. And this is Life Search. This is our debut podcast, and we are here to uh, discuss and explore uh, life uh, questions we all have that concern us, things that that we all can face. Uh, we might discuss health, finances, uh, the future, the past, all of that. This week, we are discussing regrets and living in the past, uh, mistakes that we all have made, you know, maybe where we have harmed another in, in one way or another or where we have been harmed by somebody and how not letting go of that basically puts you in a time loop where you keep going back and back and, and you, uh, and you can't let go of that. And it keeps you from moving forward. Uh, it has been said that forgiving others is a gift that you give yourself. And that is definitely, definitely true. Definitely true. Um, now, whether it's a small thing or a major thing, we all have had encounters with people in our life that have caused us anguish in some way, either because of our response toward them or their response toward us. And that makes... Uh, makes it a challenge. It's hard to shake that. It's hard to let go. I mean, especially if somebody has done some terrible wrong to you. Now, it could be stealing from you. It could be a violent crime. They might um, owe you money in some way. Uh, maybe it was just a, a relationship that just went terribly terribly wrong yeah and maybe it was uh no one's fault both your faults you know you know or maybe you can put the blame totally on the other person um now it it does help if you can actually confront that individual and just let go of whatever anger and resentment and just say, you know, I apologize for my part in this and I forgive you for your part. Now, some people don't want to do that. Some people don't want to hear that. So sometimes you just need to just do it internally. Just tell yourself, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to think about it. Uh, if you have something that is reminding you uh, you know, some sort of unpleasant memento of this past thing, get get rid of it. It's just not, it, it's not helping you. You know, whatever it is, if it's an item, maybe a value, maybe sell it and just move on. So by getting rid of that uh, token, you are also helping erase that negative memory so that you can focus on the future. 
And that's a big key. Uh, now, let's say you just had a rough childhood or period or something that just kind of nags you. Maybe, uh, maybe it's something regarding your health or physical appearance or something like that that just really bothers you. Maybe even to this to this day, and it can be hard to let go of certain things like that. So much of our opinion of ourselves is tied to the opinions of others. But that is where so many of us go wrong. I mean, it is not really what others think about us. It's what you think about yourself. And you control that. You control that by how you believe. And if you don't believe, for example, you are a great person in any way, you know, attractive or anything like that, then basically you're right. You are, you do become what you believe. And if you think you are unattractive in some way, then you are unattractive in that way because that is what you are projecting. You are putting that out there. If you put that out there to the world, to the universe, then people seem to sense that and buy into it, even if it's a subconscious gesture. So, to change that, you have to tell yourself that I am attractive, I am confident, I am going to do these things, accomplish these things. If you want to go to Europe or anything like that, and you don't see any way to get there, well, start leading life as if you are going to go. Start making plans in your mind. Start looking at brochures. Start finding ways to save toward that. Find ways to make changes in your life that will help make that happen. There is nothing that is impossible in this world as you can go throughout history and look at many people who were counted down and out who overcame things. Walt Disney filed bankruptcy seven times with his various business endeavors and you can see how successful the Disney Corporation that he started has become. You know, it is one of the largest media and entertainment empires in the world. Highly respected and certainly game-changing for all of us, and all of us who uh, uh, value entertainment, you know, whether it's the amusement parks, whether it's uh, uh, the music, the, the Disney Channel, now the streaming service, you know, they have... Marvel and Star Wars and all of these things. And it all started just from a simple black and white cartoon called Steamboat Willie. So anything is possible. Michael Jordan did not make his high school basketball team. And now he is arguably one of the greatest basketball players in history. Now, if he had not 
pursued basketball any further after that rejection, where would he be? So he believed in himself, and he not only changed the game and the tennis shoe industry, um, he is a respected athlete and individual that is basically, just through his very existence, mentoring other future young basketball players. You know, just by his very presence, people are looking at him and what he has accomplished and what he did, and he is making a difference in the world. And this is the key thing, and this is a a running theme of this podcast. By helping others, you will help yourself. So, whatever goal you have, whatever thing it is that you want, forget that. Don't be self-serving. Focus on helping others. Doesn't mean you stop pursuing that dream, but help others achieve their dreams. And their dreams might be simple. It might just be living. Maybe help someone uh, who needs their lawn mowed. You know, maybe somebody who's elderly or disabled or uh, maybe just strapped. Maybe they don't have a lawnmower. They're financially unable to get the lawn mowed in some way. So maybe you can help out in that. Maybe you have the means to do that. You know, maybe you have a different gift. Maybe you're not physically able to get out and mow lawns or anything like anything like that, but maybe there's somebody who needs help learning how to read. Maybe you can help someone prepare their taxes. Maybe you can just give somebody a ride to the store or go to the store for them and, and, and pick up a few items. You know, um, you know, there are many different ways you can serve other people. And it doesn't have to be a full-time commitment where you're devoting all of your week helping others. Just a little bit. Um, just by a little bit of, as they say, random acts of human kindness. You will help yourself in so many ways that you you won't believe it. And you won't believe the, the friends and the contacts you make and things like that. And, and you might be one of those people who doesn't like other people. You know, you find chit-chat tedious and all of that. And, and I understand that because I've, I've been there. I was in uh, sales most of my life. So um, I was fine when I was in sales mode and I was talking to people and, and things like that. But otherwise, you know, I didn't really want to be bothered with other people. And uh, most of you may not know this, but over the last three years, I've lost my eyesight. And I'm trying to get it back. I've had uh, some surgeries and uh, uh, it's trying to kickstart. The brain's trying to reconnect my eyes and all of that. And I think it's going to happen. Uh, I mean, there are 
promising signs. But uh, but for the last three years, I have basically been in darkness or in such a uh, muddled optical fog that I can't make heads or tails of what's in front of me. And that's very frustrating. And, of course, that has given me uh, a lot of pause to look back on my life and decisions I made with my health, with diabetes, and things which caused this problem and also the fact that I am on kidney dialysis. So so that's something I have to deal with every day. And, and I, I will admit I have been suicidal at times. I've made uh, attempts to uh, off myself, you know, take me off this planet. So I understand the struggle. So whoever you are out there, uh, whatever you're going through, however lonely you've been, anything like that, trust me, I've been there. Other people have been there. Uh, Susan has has been there, certainly, uh, as well. So we understand. You are not alone. No matter how bad your problems are, there's always somebody else who's gone through something similar there's always somebody who's gone through something worse. Uh, there are always people that have a bad attitude about their situation. And there are always people that have a good attitude about their situation. But the thing is, your attitude about your situation is your choice. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Because you can look through throughout history... And you can find people that have overcome all sorts of dire circumstances. Susan, why don't you tell them about what you went through uh, many years ago regarding your your back? Um, I guess it was when I was around my early 20s. Um, I was not tied down correctly on a surgery table and thank you, Troy. And, um, I, um, was knocked off the table by the surgeon, bounced off of a steel Stool and onto the floor. And from below my chest down was paralyzed. I woke up. I did wake up. Thank you, Tori. And, um, I guess my mother took me to 40 different doctors in the tri-state area. And it was not until the 41st doctor that I received any hope. 
I, um, I didn't want to go to him. I was tired. I'm still tired. And, um, I did go. And spoke with him frankly. I asked him if I would walk again. Before that, I had taken dance since I was five. And he responded, no, but you will dance. And I love to dance. Um, now, I was told uh, I was engaged to a man and he convinced me that I should sue the surgeon that did this. And he had big bloggers and I I said okay at a point down the road during this process the the surgeon had moved from out west He had remarried, and his son had discovered that he was gay. And he, um, he told his father, his father um, disowned him and he took his father's car and wrapped it around a tree a tree and died His father went out and bought the exact same car. Now, I judged him for that 
for many years. And I just kind of realized that I always say no one can judge me but my God, my Father in Heaven. So how can I judge him? I was angry at this man because um, the surgery I was having was for what he had told me was cancer on my ovary. Because of the surgery, not only did I lose my ability to walk, but um, endometriosis started growing in me as well as scar tissue. And I had several doctors convince me that I would never have children again. Now, back at that time, I was young and I was angry. And I had always been an Old Testament kind of chick. And I was thinking, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. I can't have children. You lost your child. We're even, and I dropped the lawsuit. However, a good friend of mine, and I hope she's listening, recently had breast cancer. He treated her for that. And he saved her. I cannot judge this man. And I hope that he will forgive me for judging him when I was younger. We all will kneel to Jesus Christ. I will kneel. Robert will kneel. Animals will kneel. Nature will kneel. This man will kneel. I am no better than he. My mother used to say to me, and I think it was a saying of her day, 
do you feel pink or do you feel punk? And it wasn't, you know, punk rock or anything like that. That hadn't come about yet. But the saying meant, because I was ill at the time, Do you feel well? Or are you ailing? I'm wearing pink today. I'm going to be wearing a lot of pink. I like pink. Um, my mother had my room painted um, pink with pink trim kind of like in Steel Magnolias um, where Julia Roberts' character chooses blush and bash for her wedding colors and her mother says pink and pink My brother walked into the room and said, it looks like somebody threw up Pepto-Bismol in here. And he was right. But you know, I loved it. It's about love. It's about love. Anybody can hate. Anybody can be angry. Anybody can resent. It takes courage to love. The French word for heart is cure. Courage. To love. We may not always be able to forgive instantly. In fact, I believe that that's kind of a travesty. Um, That's funny because my last name was Fest. Um, But, um... Hearts mend. Let your heart mend. Give yourself time. Talk to God, heaven. Ask Jesus to pray with you because he does. You think you're praying alone, he's right there with you. 
ask the Holy Spirit to be in you like fire. And in time you'll forgive. Forgetting is more difficult. And I think that's actually a blessing from God. Because there is a mourning process that goes along between forgiving and forgetting. So, to end the podcast today, I would just ask that you love your neighbor, that you let your light shine. Be the light on the hill to draw others to love. I am Susan Marshall Bell Morgan, and this has been Life Search.